Did you see the Batman? Did you see Tenet? <laughs> no, we're talking about one. I am the Batman. Yeah, did you see it? I did see the Batman. Did you like it? I did. Yeah? I did like the Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Tell spoiler me about it. alert for the Batman. Yeah, this is a spoiler cast for the Batman. It's been like two weeks. You gotta go see it. It's great. We both love it. Um, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah. I didn't like how it rained every night. <laughs> I wanted something different than rain at night. Yeah. Um, I was not a fan also of... And it's not anything to do with their choice. Mm. It's because uh, South Park ruined it. But every every nighttime narration yeah by oh, Batman, yeah. all i could think of was i am the coon like just, <laughs> yeah. that's all i could think of yeah was the coon yeah and i wish i was exaggerating that i'm not so full disclosure i saw this uh with a coworker of mine and my girlfriend and my girlfriend thought it was funny <laughs> like not like she genuinely was like was this part and that part and this part supposed to be funny and i was like i don't think so but i can see why you think they were and that's one of the parts that she mentioned and i think it's because that type of noir voiceover detective thing that they started the movie with and ended the movie with and there's a little bit in the middle um has been so overdone that it's now just parodied and like nobody takes that seriously anymore and then here comes this movie taking it seriously again which i thought was really cool and refreshing yeah, I mean, the last time I can think of it where it was taken seriously was probably, like, what, Sin City? Yeah, actually, yeah, Sin City, that's a really good... I think like, that was last the last example. time it was seriously done. Which, that one was, like, taken. seriously done, I'd say slightly tongue-in-cheek, because it's so over-the-top and comic booky. Uh, it's, like, kind of hammy. It's not used to comedic effect, but it's used to just be like, ah, it's a noir movie. It's so good. Yeah. And they just go full noir and do all of the tropes, but not in, like, a comedic way, just in embracing all the tropes. Where I think this was kind of embracing the trope, but kind of also that's a, the right way to tell this <laughs> it story. Is. Yeah. It is. But the problem is is, is South Park <laughs> ruined it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For you. For me, just because again, all I all I thought about was just I could hear Cartman saying the exact I same. The di- yeah, I could hear Cartman saying this exact same dialogue. Yeah, and that's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> the city never sleeps, and neither do I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, it was good. It was good. I um, it was a unique take. It definitely on yeah. I think more of Bruce Wayne. Yes billionaire troubled <laughs> billionaire troubled recluse yeah, yeah which yeah, is yeah. the opposite of the uh like christian bale's batman tried to be the recluse right and then they had alfred being all well you must show yourself master way like yeah. you must go out in public and he's like fine i'll go out and make my appearance it was much more reluctant where this bruce wayne was almost uh not avoiding it, but um, like almost scared of it. Yeah, of just I don't, I can't show my face. Yeah, he has no interest in it. He hates it. Like yeah. it's it's not him. It's it, they fully embrace the fact that like, uh, Batman is his identity and Bruce Wayne is his like alter ego, which that's that's yeah. such a cool take on Batman yeah. and Superman and things like that. And that's 
rushing towards the end of the movie, but that's what like the Riddler was getting at, like the real you. I know the real you. Mm. Everyone thinks like they did that fake out of like, oh, he knows it's Bruce Wayne. It's like, no, I know that this is the real you. Yeah. Like people see you wearing a mask. I know that when you take off the mask, that's the real mask. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. a good that was a good little twist too. That was a good little twist, the Bruce. Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> when he's just creepily talking about Bruce Wayne to this Batman who's not necessarily Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he's just monologuing about this rich dude to this Batman. Yeah, they, oh, they got me good with that. And yeah. oh yeah, it was good. Uh how did you like the Riddler as a whole? How did you like that take on the Riddler? I liked it. It, I this movie did a very good job of being both. I feel true to the comic book nature of it all, mm-hmm. but at the same time taking it seriously. Yeah, in a way, right? Um, yeah. So yeah. I I feel like it was good because they were like, oh, he's he's crazy. He's this guy's out of his mind, which I liked. But it was also weird how he was still comic booky, but not. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, exactly. He was over the top, like specifically the part where he's in jail. Again, spoilers for this movie. Hopefully, you stop listening if you haven't <laughs> seen it. But when he just starts singing Ava Maria, <laughs> like completely out of nowhere, and he's like leaving these clues, and he's making custom greeting cards for the Batman and things like that. And yeah, it's 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 very interesting the way he was like toying with Batman. It was it was very comic booky, but also incredibly disturbing <laughs> like it was very in touch with modern history like one of my what yeah. when we got out my friend from work said yeah that di- that guy definitely would have stormed the capital <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like but like that's huge like accurate vibes like that's kind of what they were going for there was there was a lot of that there was a lot of that feeling of of wow this is relatable context for a lot of these things yep like that Um, he came from the dark corners of 4chan almost (laughs) Uh, yeah yep uh it was very interesting i I did think at some point when it showed the video that they found in the apartment yeah when he's talking to his 500 followers or whatever and i was thinking they're making this a little bit too relatable. Yeah. To a, not, in, not in a way of just they're drawing upon the context too accurately. It was more of just, this might give people ideas. Mm. You know, granted, they already probably have these ideas, but now they're seeing it fleshed out. Yeah. This is that on the nose yeah. in our current climate. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, that's always the thing with these types of movies. Um, like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, people said the same thing about Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. I mean, of course. That definitely, like, people were, like, weirdly inspired by that guy. Like, it was weird how many people were specifically fans of the Joker rather than Batman in that movie. Like, people, people related really hard to him and, like, idolized him. That I don't think this so, Riddler will get the same type of n- idolization. N- no, but I want to take it... I don't want to take this off track. But in that exact situation of people idolized the Joker, like we're talking about, yeah. and they, they were almost more fans of the Joker than Batman, 
How much of that is because of the performance of the character and their ability to sell the context or to sell the message of what they're trying to do versus there's a lot of people that actually do think like that already and mm. that was a connection point that they had. Like, what, mm. which came first, the chicken or the egg in this, right? Was it the fact that they were already thinking like that and thought that and then yeah. the Joker kind of showed them... Put words to it. Yeah, the cinematic version of their thoughts yeah, or exactly. was it they didn't think like that and then they saw the Joker and then they thought... This guy makes a lot of sense. I think it was more... I, I honestly I will chalk it up a lot to, like, it, it's, it was very interesting character to watch. Like, I love that character, but more for the way he's written and the way he's played by Heath Ledger. Right. Uh, he had, like, a very striking costume. The way he talked was so interesting and charismatic, and his plan was, like, unlike anything else. It was just a lot of fun to watch him on screen, and I think yeah. that's what people grabbed onto. He was also so confident and smart. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what did just, he, sorry, continue after this, but I just want to, what did he say when, oh yeah, yeah, when the first scene with him, when he pulls open the jacket, it's lined with grenades, and yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, and uh, and then one of the guys is just like, what does he say, and he goes like, uh, well, you think he's going to walk out of here, and he goes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But, like, but yeah, but it, yeah, yeah. It, it was just such a confident. <laughs> yes, that is yes. what I think. I have a step. I'm a step ahead of you, off the <laughs> off, off the start. Yeah, that's what it is. It's like he was like genuinely funny. Like the whole like. Oh, so I suppose you're supposed to kill me next time? He's like, no, no, no. I kill the bus driver. And he, like, takes a step to the, the edge, and then the bus driver yeah. <laughs> runs him through and goes, oh, it looks like I killed that guy. Whoops. And, like, he planned all that. It was, it was a very interesting thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, that Riddler was just creepy as shit. <laughs> like, Were you creeped out by him? Yes. From, okay. his, from the first scene in the movie, which is Riddler killing the... <sighs> Oh my god, the heavy breathing, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it was so terrible. But when he's like, it was a little creepy slash a, like almost humorous. Like when the guy's walking around and he's watching TV and he walks past the shadowy window and you just see a, the silhouette of him standing there and he's standing right in the middle of the room. Um, but then when he decides to like make the move and he just like lets out this primal yell and just like kills him and and then like very slowly like sits on him like sits on his lap and starts deep breathing and starts like reaching well, for the duct tape that's like attached to his belt it was very unsettling well i think at the same time this goes back to how it's comic booky but not they wanted the character to be realistic and a realistic person who would be doing this would be a serial killer yeah exactly you i know? think that's how they said that uh they wanted to play him like they got a lot of inspiration from zodiac uh they got a yes. lot of inspiration from seven um, it also makes sense because they say it in the movie um bruce wayne says it he goes I'm, i need to go to uh i forget the person's funeral um and they go why and they go because serial killers are fans of their own work, and they can't. This guy may, is probably not going to be able to help himself. Yeah, exactly. He'll show up. Yeah, and which he did. Yes. Which I love that like he didn't like catch him or that he didn't solve it. He was right about his hunch, but the Riddler was like one step yeah. ahead of him. <laughs> and yeah. like, yeah, it was. That's what I liked about the scene in the prison where where the Riddler's going. No, we're together. 
Yeah. We did it. We did this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We made it happen. And you and me can sit back and watch it all happen. He's like, we're watch safe it all here. happen. <laughs> we're safe here. Yeah, exactly. And it, 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 it all comes rushing back of just, oh, those were all... The Riddler was leaving these things not to taunt or lead him on, but to try to get him to work with him. Mm. And to it was it was it was all olive branches yeah. from the Riddler. That's really what they were. Yeah. Interesting. He brought him into the light. <laughs> you knew. Yeah. You knew. Actually, shit, yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah. You know, like yeah, that was yeah, the whole point of the It like clicked with me. It like half clicked with me in the movie that Riddler like really thought that Batman was helping him. <laughs> And yeah, then, well, technically Batman did. Yeah. <laughs> so Batman got played. Yeah, Batman did the thing that, that Riddler needed him to do. And the Riddler, from the Riddler's perspective, Batman knew what he was doing because he was understanding the messages. Yeah. When in reality, the messages were being interpreted as clues. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. By Batman. Which, is, which was so interesting because that's the way we, the audience, were interpreting them because that's yes. what the Riddler always has been. Yes. It's like... I'm going to kill someone at midnight and here's a clue as to who and like leave a bunch of clues and then Batman would show up and be like, oh, you got me. Time to go to jail. And it's like kind of a really stupid villain. Um, But this Riddler was like giving Batman clues that only someone as smart as Batman could solve to help the Riddler. Like he didn't want just anybody solving it and helping. He wanted Batman's help. And that was such an interesting way to do it. Yeah. And then like the fake out of like he knows who he is, but it's not he knows his identity he knows like who he really is and stuff like that it was very cool um what else did you like uh how did you like his take on batman i liked it like not bruce wayne but actual batman i like uh, i liked it i mean well what do you mean bruce wayne Um, what do you mean batman but not bruce wayne i mean bruce wayne was like the um the recluse very emotionally damaged traumatized like mentally ill like stays up all night watches recordings of his previous night so he can remember because he's probably so uh like sleep deprived sleep deprived that he can't really remember these things wears sunglasses when he comes upstairs to talk to alfred because he can't handle the sun because he's like completely nocturnal Mm -hmm. which i love like i wanted to applaud in the movie when he came upstairs into like this super gothic looking mansion and puts on sunglasses because there's a little bit of sun coming in through the room um, that was his Bruce Wayne, but then his Batman was very like angry, vengeance, just beats the shit out of people, uh, like stops at nothing. I will say this: I liked how his his setup wasn't as high tech as all the other ones. Yeah, um, I noticed that uh, they made it almost more. I don't want to say realistic, but more. Uh, I guess yeah, realistic. I guess I have to use the word realistic. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's what it was. Like, like his um, like his his wrists were coated with the pipes. Yeah, you know, and that's how he was able to block everything. Yeah. So instead of just having these weird, some type of perfect arm guards that he wore in you other could suits, see it. You see that he just decided to protect his wrists for weapons and also for just fucking people up <laughs> with steel fucking pipes on yeah. his wrists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like he's blocking all like knives on his on his wrists, right? Like yeah. on the pipes and then he, even when he's punching people, he's not straight fisting everybody. Like chopping with he'll his he'll like slam backhand so he's <laughs> piping them. Just fucking just yeah, is is he was pretty brutal. Like he was very brutal. Uh, not quite Ben Affleck where he would just murder people, but <laughs> Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck was base Ben Affleck's Batman when he fought normal people 
he was basically a WWE star. <laughs> just pile driving people through the ground. Pile driving kindergartners. Like <laughs> suplexing people like he was through the wood floors. Sh- shooting people with shotguns. <laughs> like he was straight up just killing people. Yeah. Yeah. He dropped a guy through a floor by his head. I think he like curb stopped somebody too. Jesus. Just like axe kicked somebody. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He he definitely did that. Like, um, like <laughs> all I think about with his fight scenes is he's basically doing all the finishing moves of all the famous wrestlers. He does the Hulk Hogan boot. <laughs> he does he does the Shawn Michaels kick, yeah. like the back kick to the face. He's doing the, the rock bottom, the angle slam, the rock bottom, <laughs> Stone Cold stunner. He's just doing all yeah, these exactly. things. <laughs> just that's what it looks like. But just pissed off about it the whole time. Yeah, and just yeah, just. Um, that was, the, I think, that was the most brutal Batman we've seen. Yeah, was Ben Affleck. But this one, he's like knocking people out, but in a very brutal way. Like they even show, like, who's the guy with the broken nose? <laughs> like I broke his nose. <laughs> like that was me. Um, yeah, it was very interesting. Uh, he had like the ballistic armor on. Like he literally just had a bulletproof suit. Like that's what it was. It was very angular, which I thought was very cool. Yeah. Um, like it was very jagged. Um, his bat symbol was his like knife slash battering thing. I don't think we explicitly saw it used as a he battering. Did, he didn't but, have a battering, but he used that as like a knife yes, thing. Which it was a is knife. Very cool. Um, I do also like how he uh, when he flew. He yeah. just used a, a, a like a flying squirrel a, a suit. A wingsuit, yeah. Yeah, like a wingsuit. <laughs> and you could tell it was like maybe his first time using it like in real world because he wasn't very good at it. Uh, which I, I love that as like a setup for the sequels of like he's not fully there yet. This is like year two Batman. He's been Batman for two years. Uh, is it really? Yeah, that's what they said. They're like uh, Gordon was like, in the two years since you've been around, it's been blah, 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 blah. So... And at the beginning, he okay. was like, they, okay. they have a light for me now. And uh, some people oh, see yeah, it as, like, that's a right. They did say that. They did say that. So, yeah. like, they're they're getting to know each other. And, like, this is their first time, like, really working together, Gordon and Batman. And, like, Gordon's he, not even a commissioner. Yeah, he's not commissioner. Yeah. Yet. He's captain or something, right? I think so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, and his partner. Uh, Get this guy off my fucking crime scene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it was, it was all very, very cool. Uh, I, I liked the kind of distaste that the police have for him in this one, which I think is appropriate. This freak. Yeah, exactly. When they all chase him through the, the police police station, station, like these are the worst cops ever. They're just like a bunch of loose dogs (laughs) just chasing a squirrel or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Everybody who has to go to the roof, let's all go to the roof. (laughs) <laughs> it's like set up a plan guys like call up to the roof or something like lock the doors <laughs> yeah yeah it was it was cool um uh the batmobile how'd you like the batmobile again it was i think it had like an ls engine yeah it had like <laughs> it goes back to my point of they did this weird blind balancing mm. of we're gonna give this a realistic look Mm. of what it should be while maintaining the th- the themes of the comic book in a way. Yeah, exactly. You know? It was a, a souped up muscle car. Yeah, with a jet engine. <laughs> with a yeah, I did <laughs> I did with a with a thruster engine in the back. Um <laughs> I did like the armor plated hubcaps. I don't know yeah. if you saw that. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. I noticed that you couldn't the lug nuts were not exposed cuz they were coated in in this 
armored hub. Yeah. <laughs> which I was like, oh, that's a really good idea, actually. Yeah. Um, so you can't, and nothing, nothing's coming off. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, I put the the Batmobile in the same field as I do uh, the Penguin, where on one hand it was this is so iconically something that is is expected from the, from the original material. Yeah. But the other hand, this is being so well done in a realistic manner; it's believable as as its own thing. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Even though it is, which by the way, I think Colin, I think Colin Farrell stole the movie. I, I, I was waiting to say that, <laughs> like he absolutely disappeared into the role, and I loved every second he was on screen. He was so good. Yeah, you're right. Like, you can't tell. Like, you cannot tell that that is. I was trying so hard, and there's like a couple, couple things like some of the ways he did like whatever that Gotham accent he was trying to do, like "Hey, get over here, sweetheart." Like yeah. some of the ways he was doing things, like you could hear a little bit of his voice in there, and you could like kind of see in his eyes, but like the makeup department was top notch. His acting, like just his mannerisms, the way he was like kind of leaning back because he was like counterbalancing his huge gut. Oh yeah. Also, how he wasn't the head guy. Yeah. Well, and now he will be. Yeah. Right. Um, which I I love that setup. Which apparently that's going to be a a TV show, a DC. Uh, show of like the penguin uh, rising to the head of the they're gonna follow they're following in some of uh disney's footsteps yep it appears <laughs> gotta keep us subscribed to hbo right you're right put out um, the big the big chum in the water and then you just you reel it in as as it gets small and yep exactly yeah. exactly there was gonna be like a gotham pd show uh focusing on gordon but we've already that got that. canceled or, we've yeah, already exactly. had a, a gordon show yeah um yeah i really like the penguin i really like falcone because he felt like he's charismatic enough of like yep i could see how this guy can be like the lead crime guy and he is a fucking villain <laughs> like yeah he does a great job of being both terrifying and charismatic yeah exactly he has that he has that thanos blend yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was really good and like he's just kind of like an, an old skinny dude and like you know him as john Turturro was such a perfect casting which, by the way, I told you, but I, I had no idea that he was even in the movie. I didn't know he was in the movie, but when I saw him, I thought, oh, yeah, oh, cool. He's in it. <laughs> that, that, that was my reaction. I, was like, I literally I pointed to the screen and looked at my girlfriend like, that's, that's John Turturro. It's one of her favorite movies is Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Which he is one, oh, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the yeah. brothers. Yeah. Uh, he's Jesus in the Libigabowski. <laughs> and he plays so many like funny goofy nice a, guy roles he's done so many funny goofy roles but he's he does such a good job of being intimidating yeah like it was unsettling like yeah. <laughs> i hate i hate this guy i don't trust him <laughs> and i'm scared of him like he they did something like i don't know exactly what it was but they just made him feel so powerful i think it's just called acting <laughs> i think that's <laughs> but like they did well they it. also hit him behind glasses Mm, he true. rarely didn't have his tinted glasses off, so you never really truly saw his eyes. Yeah, so there Which was that I too. think that makes you not quite trust him fully. Like when yeah. you can't see someone's eyes, you kind of lose a little bit. But they were like orange, so you could always kind of see his eyes. Yeah, you never saw the colors of his eyes. You never yeah. saw any of those things exactly. Um. Yeah, man, it was cool. The music was very moody, very unsettling, very dark, very noir. Yeah. Oh, man, I just, I, I love the whole thing. I saw it in uh, Cinemark XD, which is like, did you? You saw it in XD? Yeah. Uh, the sound of the Batmobile revving up for like, I don't know, 30 seconds they gave us. of just... <laughs> 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 
my girlfriend was just like, what is happening? And I was literally just <laughs> fist bumping at the screen. Well, I mean, you have to start the engine and then you have the thrusters you got to probably ignite. Like that's- and they were just watching them waiting for what's going to happen. Well, they then also so oh, okay. Well, let me put it this way: you put it in, if you put it into uh, like a live example, how loud is it when you're at a stoplight and you hear somebody <laughs> who has straight pipes yeah. as an exa- for their exhaust, and they're not even revving; they just go. Yeah. Now <laughs> imagine somebody openly trying to intimidate by yeah. f- like heavily throttling. That's that's a good point. That's also what it was like. He's and they're in an the alley. Yeah. The vehicle was in a one car alley, so surrounded by shipping containers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> It yeah. was loud as shit. Yeah, it was, it was very cool. And, and then on top of all that sound, you hear a jet engine whirring. <laughs> like the... Oh, and it's just, it was what? literally like what uh, like EDM musicians do like before the bass drop. Where they just do the... <laughs> the build up. <laughs> like, it, like to build anticipation, you yeah. know it's coming. <laughs> And then boom, the blue flames come out the back. I was like, this is so fucking stupid. I love it. Well, part of it, I mean, yeah. I mean, but it's also just, it's a, it's a, it's a very what the fuck moment. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. I think was, if you, I think if you were coming out of the grocery store and you heard that noise, it would be loud as shit and you'd be like, what the fuck is that? Which some some person on the other side of Gotham was exiting a grocery store and they heard that noise because it was so loud. What is that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. I also what I like about that, too, is that it was I don't know. It was an angry Batmobile. Mm. Yeah. It looked mean. It was menacing. It had like sharp edges. It was a muscle car. It, it, uh, it almost it looked like sleek. Also, I think the noise was the most distinct thing. They gave it an actual engine sound. Yeah. Most Batmobiles sound like like a buzz. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or like a jet. Like, like, a jet. like it yeah, sounds like exactly. that. This, they were like, no, we're going to have a cammed out, straight piped LS engine <laughs> yeah. blasting with like a jet engine getting set for takeoff. I remember that's like the first thing. <laughs> Thing, that's the first detail they shared about this movie but besides the fact that it was originally supposed to be written directed and starring ben affleck it was supposed to be that batman and then he was like i am i'm gonna have a different director uh he's gonna come in and and edit the script a little bit and he's gonna direct it because we decide we need to go in like a slightly different direction so we're hiring matt reeves and we're like okay cool yeah he's good he did the planet of the apes movies the modern planet of the apes those are cool um and then he stepped down he's like you know, for this story, my version of Batman is not the best Batman to tell this story, and this is the story you want to tell, so I'm stepping down. And I was like, oh boy, <laughs> this movie's in development hell. This is not boding well. And they're like, we're getting the um, the kid from Twilight to play Batman. I was like, whew, all right. Well, he, you know what? Let's give him a chance. He's proven that he's a very good actor. He's, he's been in some cool actor. stuff lately. Let's, let's see what they've got. And they're like, we're, we're very pleased to reveal... Uh, the way that the Batmobile is going to look in this movie. And I was like, I, I don't know if I'm ready. And I clicked on the image and I was like, oh, let's fucking go. When is this movie coming out? <laughs> it is like it is like a, a Ford Mustang had <laughs> sex with like a robot. Engine. I think it was a Camaro. Yeah. It, yeah. Because it was a wide, flat body. Yeah, I think it was yeah. a Camaro. I think yeah. it was an old Camaro armored and reinforced with like you said uh, some type of 
propulsion engine in the back <laughs> that shot blue to, flames. It was, yeah, because why? Who cares? And again, like a cammed out, cat-free, uh, straight-piped LS yeah. like engine put in. Yep. Excellent. With like a supercharger. It, like just, it was meant to ram bad guys off the road. Yeah. It, <laughs> it was meant to drive yeah, through you know what? bad guys' cars. Yes, that's that's actually... Oh, yeah, and the suspension on it and the, oh my and the wheel setup. Yeah, yep. it, it's 100%. It, it reminded me of the... Uh, the like the Ken Block style car. Mm. If you haven't seen, I'll show you afterwards. Sure. Which is basically the uh, Monster Energy sponsored version of the Batmobile. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> and it's just you hear it, and it's just it's. I think it was like an all wheel drive. It's an all wheel drive muscle car. Mm. And the in the in the video they shot for it starts off with it being chained to like two pillars or four pillars and it rips the chains and it just it spins all four tires so you see it's all wheel drive yeah and you hear it and it's just this is absurd why do they have this yeah and then they did a they did a YouTube series of drag racing against Ken Block's car mm-hmm. and you were they would just bring people in like professional racers and in, in their vehicles be like here's their stats. Here's our stats. Let's see who wins. And each time, Ken Block's car just literally shooting flames out the side. Just boom. Just gone. Just gone. Sounds like a demon. Yeah. Just gone. Oh, that's awesome. That stuff is crazy. Uh, but also, want to oh, go ahead. I like. So, yes, I like the Batmobile. Yeah. But I also like the fact that you said it wasn't super gadgety fancy it yeah. was just straight up like you said it was a i need to catch up to somebody and then perhaps i need to hit them off the road <laughs> or flip them yeah and i can't uh, be damaged by bullets yep okay cool i have something that does all three let's go and like that's <laughs> let's go that's the thing which they 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 could leave room to like add gadgets onto it like maybe in the next one if if he's going up against joker and riddler if they team up or whatever uh, whatever they tease there at the end, uh, again, spoilers, um, they could like throw in whatever gadgets they need. Like he, as Batman had some gadgets, he had the, yeah. the chest knife thing. He had a grappling hook. Um, and, he had the wingsuit. Um, and that's it. Yeah. He had the, the eyeball contact camera lenses, uh, which were pretty cool. That's a gadget. That's a gadget, but it's not part of a suit, but yeah. yeah. Um, probably that's, had a couple other things, but that's all he had. Yeah. He had some type of explosive because toward at the finale at the end when all the the Riddler buddies uh, were gonna start opening fire on the that uh, rally that they were having in the garden. Do you remember? Yeah, and, he and did. Like he, some explosives came on the ceiling and he flew in and started beating some guys up. So he must have had something there. Oh, to like break the windows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he did. I did like his adrenaline section. That was very cool. That was very smart. That was that adrenaline. I was thinking it could have been venom like bane's venom like it was green yeah exactly it was green and he jabbed it into his leg and just went (laughs) like (laughs) i thought it was adrenaline yeah it 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 did the same job as adrenaline essentially but i'm thinking like in the batman universe what is like adrenaline and is green that is bane's Bane's venom (laughs) true that's that's it true wasn't bane a good guy at first in the comics he was a luchador Oh right, 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 right. Okay, never mind, never mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Bane. Bane is just over the top, wacky dude with he's just a meathead. Crazy meathead with literally crazy adrenaline. Yeah, that's how you get a Bane. Literally roided out meathead. Yeah. Um, what else did he have? 
he didn't have i'm so used to the fully gadgeted out batman where he pulls his cape over and it's a flame protectant like Mm, mm -hmm. a thermal protectant thing that he can enable or it's like a camouflage that he could turn on yeah i'm so used to the 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 cape getting rigid and he can fly with just yep. the cape I'm, which like, i did i like the wingsuit was very cool that was a cool way to do it but it's like i wish it was the cape <laughs> like, really that's batman like that christian bale nailed it like the christian bale batman movies they nailed it the, like the electro like he sent electricity through it and it made the, the rigid. fabric rigid yeah. and that's how he glided and it's like that's the iconic batman shape that you see coming towards you in the sky and they you're right they did do a good job with the gadgets with christian bale's character and the christopher nolan batman's but i going back to your point your point all the stuff they did made sense for a two-year in batman yeah exactly they they left a lot of room to grow which is very cool like even the the wingsuit uh sequence like he still wasn't very good at he also Uh, wasn't very confident he was a click and he zipped up and yep okay all right yeah exactly it's awesome so cool uh how'd you like uh catwoman pulled a shoot too late he pulled a shoot too late (laughs) fucking demolished his face against the underside of a bridge (laughs) holy shit um yeah uh catwoman i thought was incredible um i thought that was a great catwoman she did uh yes she likes cats uh she had like a secret identity type thing she always like infiltrates people and uses her feminine prowess to uh to infiltrate places she has like the uh like the stray uh girl that she was taking care of she's like what can i say i like strays yeah um like that's such an iconic part of her like she always has someone younger and and less privileged than her that she's taking care of um great romantic chemistry with batman like there are some shots from the movie that were like straight up comic book covers of like them on a rooftop and he's like looking down yeah. and she's like looking right up at him like <laughs> about to kiss it was very good chemistry yeah they, it was they very, very good, chem- good chemistry it was very good chemistry the characters worked very well yeah um it was cool and it was like yeah. the perfect amount of like she's a villain but i get, but as batman like i right. get it <laughs> <laughs> She's got her shit that she's fighting for. I, I, I got, yeah, I get or it. Like yeah. Riddler's a villain who I don't get. You are a bad guy, but but that does not mean you are a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, and then he's just into her, and <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I stop crime, but she's like a different kind of crime. Uh, she's sexy crime. She's sexy crime, <laughs> and I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> which is i thought was very good i'm into her sexy crime she was uh and then she like she held her own like she kicked ass uh and she had like a really cool emotional arc throughout the movie like with her dad and stuff like that yes i i think that's what solidified her performance with the yeah. emotional connecting mm. to uh Falcon. yeah i think that was the big one it was um, very cool she she kicked it she, yeah she did a great job she did a great job she was able to sell vulnerability confidence strength smarts anger anger yeah uh, like the emotion aspect of it hated that guy (laughs) she had more of a uh more depth to her character than robert pattinson did as batman i think so yeah robert pattinson was just the two things that he was right yeah um like i mean he had a little bit of that uh distress of wait hold on my dad was a bad guy (laughs) uh like i never knew this 
uh, he died was, because yeah. he was taken out, taken out by Falcone because yeah. he was going to rat on him for hitting a guy. <laughs> like <Yeah>. what? <laughs> that, that was a, that, that was everything. a good that was a good performance once he knew. But the majority of the movie beyond that, like around that, he was what misunderstood. It was a messy situation. He was. I felt like he was. A lot of it, he was just frustrated. Yeah. A lot of that film, his character was just a very frustrated person. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was uh, it was very cool. How'd you like Alfred? Gollum as Alfred. <laughs> or Smeagol, if you will. Um, I thought he was... I just realized uh, Matt Reeves, the director of this movie, directed all the Planet of the Apes movies. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Andy Circus plays Caesar the monkey, so that's oh yeah that's how they know each other very well probably. Yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. like the main character of those movies. Uh, I thought he was. I thought he was okay. Yeah, I thought he was okay. I thought he was good. I thought he was a much more competent Alfred than any of the others. Like <laughs> he, he kind of solved the riddles. He was a much younger. Yes, much younger Alfred. Yeah, which I don't know what age they were trying to sell Batman to be. Uh, I believe 27. I was going to say mid-20s, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I forget I forget how I got to this number, but after the movie, I was like, oh, they said this and then this, so that makes him 27. Uh, or, oh, it was 20 years since his... Well, they never said how old he was when his parents died, but it, it had been 20 years. Like, at one point, I think Batman says that, like, in his, um, spe- his uh, voiceover or something like that. Or he says it to something. It was 20 years. And then we were talking after the movie, like, how old is Bruce Wayne usually in that scene where his parents die? And it's usually like seven, maybe eight years old. Yeah, so I was going to say eight. I thought it was eight. Mid to late 20s. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Like, that's a that's a good age for a young, new Batman. It is. I, I just feel like Alfred's... A, actually, that makes sense. Because if you think about it, the Batman we see with, um, like, Christian Bale and all the other ones, they're in their late 30s, I want to say. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Late 30s, early 40s. I, I would put Michael Caine, Alfred, at like 70s, something in the 70s. And I would put Andy So that kind of works. That, yeah, that kind of works. Late 50s, early 60s. Late, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of works. Yeah. That works. Yeah. He was, uh, he was cool. Um, I was really pissed that they killed him. And then it's like, oh, okay. He's just, he just got big boo boo. <laughs> big boo boo. He just, he just got blown up a little bit. He just got C4'd. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I liked him. I, I, I thought, I think that's the strongest part of this movie was the theme of the movie match the casting or the casting match mm. the theme of the movie. Sure. Maybe I, maybe that's a better way to put it. I think the casting fit the... Because imagine if you put Christian Bale into this. It wouldn't be the same, in my opinion. Yeah. If you had this same frustrated, angry yeah. Christian Bale for yeah. two hours. It just wouldn't <laughs> yeah. work the same way. So I think the casting they did fit the style of how they wanted to do that movie. Mm. And it worked Yeah, very, very well. Yeah. It, yeah, everything panned out. There are even some castings where I was like, what? <laughs> like, Paul Dano as the Riddler. I was like, sure. Honestly, Paul Dano can do anything, and I'd be butted because that dude's amazing. Robert Pattinson, like like I said, he was the guy from Twilight, but then he's everything he's done besides Twilight is pretty incredible. Uh, and then, like, Andy Serkis I thought was an interesting choice, but he's great, so I'd love to see it. And then, I forget his name, but um, Gordon. Uh, the guy who played Gordon, he was in uh, Westworld. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, he He's w- in the IBM commercials. Sure. <laughs> yes. It, known for the IBM commercials. When they announced him, I was like, hell yes. I, I know what they're doing in this movie. Like, this is very That's- cool. Quick asterisk. That's a crazy thing to consider. What? I know that he's an established actor and he has very good acting skills, but I can say that he's the IBM commercial guy. Imagine <laughs> if I said, imagine if I said the, you know, the AT&T lady. Yeah. Milana Vaintrub. Sure. Yeah. Is that her name? Yeah. She's my like celebrity crush. Oh, is she? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Okay. Well, her... <laughs> I love you, Milana. Uh, it's like imagine her being cast in the new Wonder Woman movie. Hell yeah! It's just <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Am I going too hard right now? <laughs> no, no. It's just I, I think I think I missed the mark. I got to find a different casting uh, 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 selection for her to for. No, my... Milana's great <laughs> for my point. Okay, it would be like uh, Flo from Progressive. Now pass. Being cast in the uh, that Gucci movie. Sure. <laughs> the House of Gucci? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. It would just be... And then saying, yeah, she absolutely crushed it. it would, that would be great. Well, it, hold on. Are you be, saying that... Uh, I feel so bad that I'm about to have this No, that's, my, that's I why I said that. Name. That's why I said that in the beginning of he's already an accomplished actor. But I said... I was t- My point is, that's something that can happen. Yeah. That would be so crazy. Right? Yeah. That would be so cool to, to experience. Yeah. To see these people that we have so affiliated... With commercials and advertisements and product placement, well, not product placement, and and and, and product uh, 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 advertisements to yeah. see them perform. Um, he was in Westworld. He was in the French Dispatch. He was in What If. He was the Watcher, and What If. The big face really? in the sky. Yeah, that was him. That was Gordon. He was in No Time to Die. He's going to be in the new Sandman um, show. He was in The Last of Us Part 2. All right, cool. Haven't played much of that game. Uh, his name is Jeffrey Wright. He's he's very, very good. He, very good. he crushed it. He also did like a little bit of like a Gotham accent thing. Um, but he was also very noir. Like it was him and Batman were the noir aspects of the movie. And then there were like a bunch of other cool aspects of it. But like those two together, I loved on screen. The, the scene they had in the interrogation room, he's like, you're going to have to punch me in the face. <laughs> it's like, head out the door to your right. Go on the left. And like the way they were talking was so over the top. And they're like trying to look grimacing at each other. But they were like, well, they're trying to sell going. it to everybody watching that. They're actually having an intense conversation. Yeah. Which it was just, it was so good. It was so much fun to watch. You're going to have to sell it. Yeah. <laughs> you really could have pulled your punch. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it was good. Are you? Will you be excited for a uh, for a sequel? Depending who's in it, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, assuming it's going to be a Joker movie. I yeah, I, I'd assume that it's going to be a Joker movie. Which honestly, I the Joker thing happened, and I was like, oof, another Joker. God, <laughs> like you know, I just Batman wish has went, like the coolest list of villains ever, and you just keep doing the Joker over and over. I just wish they went back to Jared Leto. I want I wanted him to get a Fuck second you. shot. Fuck I wanted you. I wanted him to get a second shot. I wanted to see him get a second shot. <laughs> Um, he had a second shot. He's had like three shots. In what movies? He was in the Suicide Squad. He was in the... Wasn't he in uh, Batman vs. Superman a little bit? No? Maybe? No? Anyway, he was in uh, the Justice League Zack Snyder cut. 
And it no, fuck him. He doesn't deserve another shot. He's terrible. He was he was referenced a lot in Birds of Prey and in the Suicide Squad. I, w- I was pretty sure that all the scenes used and all the things you just described were from the original um, Suicide, Squad. Suicide Squad cut. And they just like took all those scenes out and just put them in the other ones. And that was it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he doesn't deserve another chance. But, you know, who does deserve a chance is Barry Keegan. One of my new favorite up and coming. Keep an eye out for this guy. He played Druig and... In Eternals, um, he was in Chernobyl. Um, he's been in a few things. He's 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 pretty good. He's he's flexing his, his stuff. And they we already saw like we got kind of a little bit more than a silhouette. Like it was very hard to see, not very dimly lit uh, vision of him. Um, he did a good job of talking like Joker. Yeah, it was very cool. Like we instantly knew who was talking, and then it zoomed in, and you're like, oh, he's he's ugly. Because uh, Barry Keegan has kind of a, a weirdly proportioned face. Uh, wow. I, he does. I mean, does he? Yeah, he's got tiny eyes and a big nose and tiny oh. little lips and okay. big jaw. And it's, okay. It's just proportions are uh, unique. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, and his face looked like super scarred or like burned or something like that. Yeah. And it uh, for me, it invoked like a specific run of comics featuring the Joker um, where he, I think cut off his own face and then put it his face skin back on his face and like held it with clips like a face mask uh which is just really grotesque uh and he it was like joe's mechanic or something like that um he played like it was joe like he was wearing like a mechanic's outfit that said joe and he put a k after the o and he put an r after the e so it's a joker um yeah, that, that seems like what they're so far drawing inspiration from, but they left it ambiguous enough where they could kind of tweak it uh, before the second movie. But that excited me because they're, again, going in a new direction with Joker, which as long as they keep doing new things with the Joker, I'm cool with. Really? Yeah, because honestly, since Jack Nicholson, every version of the Joker has been wildly different. Like they did Jack Nicholson and then next with Heath Ledger. They had Mark Hamill in the animated series and the video mm-hmm. games, which is iconic. Like, to me, that is, like, the Joker. Like, that's vanilla. This is how you do Joker, Joker. Um, and then they had Heath Ledger. They had Joaquin Phoenix, who's way different. And then they had Jared Leto, which we don't talk about, but was way different. Wait. What? You know a character we haven't seen often? Mr. Freeze. Uh, that's one. Bane. I was going to say Two-Face. Eh. Two-Face was supposed to be in the third Tim Burton Batman movie. The last Two-Face we saw was what? Tommy Lee Jones? No. Harvey. No. Oh, um, Aaron. Um, Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. yeah. Who is fantastic. He did a good job. Yeah. That was very cool. Uh, yeah. We saw Tommy Lee Jones, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, before that, it was going to be Lando. He was supposed Billy to be... Billy D. Williams? Yeah, Billy D. Williams. He played Harvey Dent in the Batman movie that we just watched recently. 1989 Batman, he played... Oh, right, yeah, yeah. District Attorney Harvey that. Dent. Yeah. I never thought they would actually go through with the Two-Face for him. Yeah, but like, like that's who that character okay. was. Apparently, in like the original script for the third uh, Tim Burton Batman movie, he was going to be Two-Face. Which, oh, could you imagine if we got Billy D. Harvey Dent, Two-Face? You, you wouldn't, it wouldn't be good. Really? Billy D. Williams as a bad guy and as Two Face, 
as a psychotic villain. Yeah. Like, imagine Billy Dee Williams having that, like, dynamic, because the, the best thing about Two-Face is that he, like, kind of develops, like, schizophrenia. Like, he has, like, a split personality. Um, so, like, Well, those are two that... very different things. Schizophrenia is, like, hallucinations and shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Split personality. Sure. I think. Isn't or that, multiple like, a subsect of schizophrenia or something? Is it? I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I'm probably, I, I think I'm totally wrong. So never mind. Yeah, it's split personality. Whereas a super charismatic Lando, Billy D. Williams, Harvey Dent, we know. And then we could have seen what he did with like the absolutely crazy side, which we've never seen. True. You're doing, you're giving him the same treatment that people give to Heath Ledger. And they're like, what? Him as the Joker? You can't. He's too nice. He did the Brokeback Mountain. He was in a knight's tale. He's too nice. Ten things I hate about you is going to be the Joker. That's a good point. And That's then he absolutely point. crushed it. Do you, okay. Do you think there's ever going to be a top, like somebody's going to top that as Joker? As Joker? Yeah. I mean, it's tough because I, I think someone would be crazy to try to do that again. Like people can do the Joker again and crush it. Um, like, I thought what Joaquin Phoenix did was very, very cool, but was so different. And I personally wouldn't place it above Heath Ledger. So I guess in that sense, no. Uh, okay. I don't I don't think Jared Leto quite did a better performance than Heath Ledger. Close. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> I have hope for Barry Keegan. I think the direction they're going and what we saw with the characters we saw in this first The Batman movie. Uh, the Batman 2 um, could could give us a very cool again very different i assume joker i'm curious what i'm very curious what batman villains would you like to see in the sequel for me i want mr freeze i think mr uh, freeze I was is such a, mr. Freeze. such a nuanced character that they have not done right in movies well it's because he's only he's a, he's almost a hundred percent a comic book only style villain yeah. How do you execute that villain in the world they've created, which is somewhat real? It's pretty real. Yeah. yeah. Like, Riddler was a serial killer. <laughs> Catwoman right. is a thief. <laughs> like, uh, Penguin is a mobster. Falcone is a mobster. Batman is a psychopath. <laughs> like, is, a, is, a, is a recluse. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, they kind of did it. The um, Batmobile is a, like a Camaro. Exactly. Yeah. So, Mr. You, Freeze yeah. in that. I don't know. They've done the character of Mr. Freeze perfectly in the Arkham games. The Batman Arkham Asylum, oh, Arkham, Arkham City. City. Yeah. Oh, he's so, like, I forget exactly when they did it, but they did this turn of, hey, what if instead of this guy who's just obsessed with freezing people, he like, <laughs> he lost his wife or something, or she's like cryogenically frozen. So he's been studying ice and freezing things to see if he can be with her. And he had an accident and he's now he's always cold and he's still like obsessed with cold because he he wants to get his wife back. Or something that is like that, that is the that is the aspect I like about Mr. Freeze. Yeah, is because you kind of feel bad for him. He's a scientist who went too far for love. And yes. now he's stuck there. I'm also kind of curious as to why they haven't touched poison ivy. That's a, that's a super comic booky one, right? I know. Like, that's she another controls one. plants. <laughs> it's another one, right? How do you pull that one off? Yeah. And maybe it's because they don't think they can, and that's why they don't bother. I mean, the way you would do that in this universe is she just uses, like, poisons or something from plants. Like, or, like, psychedelics or something like that. 
like they'd kind of have to do kind of what they did with the scarecrow and Batman begins of like, he just drugs people um, instead of just magically give people nightmares <laughs> or whatever he did in the comics. I don't really remember <laughs> like, Ooh, I'm so spooky. And like, <laughs> I'm so spooked. Well, I'm tripping balls. <laughs> I'm so spooked. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I I also would like to see a, a scarecrow. I think that would be cool. Uh, but they, I honestly think scarecrow is something that like there's not many other ways to do it. They've already shown that there's so many ways to do the Joker. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what it's. And now I'm curious how how do you perform an Ivy in this style of universe? I honestly, I if I were the director, I wouldn't touch poison ivy <laughs> like because that could ruin the entire thing yeah right if you do it wrong and it's not believable or it's too outlandish or it doesn't doesn't fit and then it's like yeah that was a waste because like uh, like maybe even they could have done it in the nolan batman movies because that one was like the realistic batman movies like oh we're gonna do batman but we're gonna make it realistic but it was still like a little sci-fi like some of the gadgets he had was like all right, all right you're pushing science a little bit there <laughs> And then, so like the even the scarecrow, like the hallucinogenics, and you have like, oh, I have this nose blocker, so I don't breathe in my own gas. Yeah, no, the uh, the the like when he says, I need to find a like I need a way to get out of a, of a sticky situation or something like that, and uh, they go, there was a project back in the eighties, yeah, of <laughs> of Skyhook or something. Yeah, oh my and it was God. just wait, what? <laughs> And they were talking about how a plane. I'm going to ask the cruising speed of a plane. I'm just going to look this up on, okay, on my phone. I will tell you the answer because really I, I actually think I looked this up with the skyhook. Like that would rip his torso in half. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's my point. That's my point. It's just. But it's slower than you'd expect. Like the cruising speed of like what is the slowest we can go and not fall out of the sky? 547 miles per hour. No, I mean, that is like the top speed of an airplane. No, like, it's 575. How slow can a C-418 go? Oh, okay. It's slowest speed. Okay. Yes. Slowest speed for C-418. That's the name of that plane, right? Uh, there's stall speed. <laughs> no, C-418 is the musician from Minecraft. <laughs> For cargo plane. Slowest speed from cargo plane. Uh, 18 miles an hour. What is the slowest? No, 47 no, no, can no. go. Uh, 125 miles an hour. Still pretty fast. But when you have like a 200 foot rope and it pulls the top <laughs> of it at 120 miles per hour, that the the range that that's actually pulling you up is is reduced because that parabola of the top of the rope is going horizontally and it's pulling you vertically but there's the arc oh, in the middle so it's so like you, you really look this up huh? oh yeah because i had the same thing as you I was like you cannot catch a person with a plane <laughs> you cannot yank a dude off of the ground with a plane but you kind of can they could go as slow as 125 miles an hour I mean, at least a 747. And it works. And with like a 200 foot rope and grabbing the top of the rope, it would like arc the rope. So eventually you'd be moving hella fucking fast. <laughs> but it would take a few seconds to get that fast. You don't go from zero to 125 miles But an then hour. by the time you go to the, get to that speed, you're hanging on. And you're just, 
imagine sticking your head uh, out the car window going 120 miles an hour. No, imagine you sticking your body out the car <laughs> going 125 miles yeah, per hour. Exactly. That's what that is like. Yeah, pretty much. And then somebody try, and then a machine wenching you in. Yeah, that's that's all. That's what that is. Yep, pretty much. Um, yeah. So even the so the Nolan movies were very like, and now we've seen it more and more and more with like Tenet and Inception and things like that. It was very Nolan sci-fi, whereas like, yes, these the physics of this are theoretically possible, but like. No one would ever fucking do this. Like, no one would make this. Where this movie is like, here's real stuff that exists, and Batman is using it. Like, yeah, the he has a knife on his chest, and he has a grappling hook that's like clunky, and it's not like the super sleek thing that he could just put away or grapple himself up to the top of a building. Although he did, and it was it was fucking cool. But uh, and he has a wingsuit, and he had a little parachute pack and stuff like that. So it, and like shotguns all, really hurt. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It knocked him on his ass. Uh, like it all, it all makes sense. So in that you can maybe get away with putting a poison ivy in the Christopher Nolan using some like sci-fi drug plant or something like that. Some brain link that she installed, like this microchip that's in the plants that can make them move or something like that. Maybe there's something like that, but I don't think in this universe, cause this movie is kind of like the Christopher Nolan Batman movies for the Christopher Nolan Batman movies where they were like, but what if we took Batman and made it realistic? And then now it's like, well, what if we took Batman and actually made it realistic? <laughs> so that's a good point. That's a good point. So Mr. Freeze, I don't know. I don't know what he'd do. I think he'd be another serial killer or something like that. Like he lost his wife in a cryogenic freezing accident. He was a scientist and he just, he found out some way to like freeze things super quickly. So he freezes people super quickly or something. I don't know. Maybe he has these machines that he could like install in a room and freeze a whole room of people or something like that. in like a few seconds. Um, okay. They did. I think they hinted at hush, uh, the Batman villain hush, who's also pretty much a serial killer (laughs) in the comics. So he would fit very well in this universe because the whole, the montage that the Riddler made, the video about exposing how bad of a dude Thomas Wayne was, mm-hmm. like he did, it. he tried to do this hush campaign, and like the word hush appeared on the screen. You're like, ooh, Batman hush. Mm-hmm. Which, if you want to know about hush, read the comic line Batman colon hush, uh, and it's very good. Um, he's a very creepy person who could fit in well, I think. I wonder how dark they go. This was clearly a very First one's dark. Pretty dark. <laughs> I, I feel like it's a very dark movie, but Batman the comic books get very, very, very dark. Oh yeah, some of them get super, super dark. Even when they like start exploring with like different storylines, there was one, there was one origin story where instead of uh, Bruce's parents getting killed in the alley, Bruce gets killed in the alley, uh, and his mom goes insane. And becomes the Joker, and his dad wants to fight crime to make sure something like that never happens again, and he becomes Batman, um, which is crazy dark. Uh, like mom and dad fighting over their dead kid. <laughs> like for one of them, it made him into like this vigilante, and the other yeah. one turned her into a yeah. super villain. Which makes me wonder how dark they want to go, and that's something that they've always kept as the theme of the character. Whether it was Ben Affleck's, whether it was mm. Christopher Nolan's, whether it was uh, uh, the one we just saw, 
they always maintain the darkness of the character of Bruce yeah. Wayne and Batman. The seriousness. Yeah. The anger and sadness of Batman. They've always kept. Yeah. Which, it's like core to his character, which is why like the 80s and 90s Batman movies don't really jive with me. Because they're way too campy. With the uh, bright green and red Robin sidekick next to yeah, him? Yeah. With the really blue, bad. black, and gray yeah, Batman? No. Over no. there, Robin! <laughs> yeah. Get our bat credit card and our ice skates <laughs> to fight Mr. Freeze. Um, we'll freeze Mr. Freeze with bad credit. It's just... Yeah. <laughs> Do not kill the dinosaurs! <laughs> the Ice Age! <laughs> it's like... Yeah, but no, it didn't. <laughs> and this is all stupid, and you should feel bad about what you've done. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think they'll probably stick to like either the high level villains of like the villains we all know, or the villains who are like mob bosses or serial killers or something like that. Um, I forget his name, but there's a there's like this really like quiet, nice, shy guy who has like a, a marionette puppet on his lap, uh, like a dummy, a ventriloquist dummy, and the ventriloquist dummy is a ruthless mob boss. <laughs> um, but like he's not, but obviously he's the person who controls the ventriloquist dummy, uh, which is really really fascinating. So they could do something like that. Um, yeah, they get they got to keep that darkness because that's like what people are into batman for i think i think this is the darkest batman movie i i think it is the darkest batman movie as it should because batman is like the fucked up one <laughs> like <laughs> superman is the superhero comic book one you like you see him to look how hard he could punch he could punch a meteorite back into the sun spider-man is like the kid who with the heart of gold batman is the mentally ill dude who's a recluse vigilante fighting exclusively mentally ill patients and each one has their own shit going on uh and like literally each big batman villain like has their own diagnosis like schizophrenia like the, uh, the psychopath sociopath the main theme with all the superheroes and and, and across multiple uh properties is um you you have the power to make a change so you do it like super like let's take let's stick with dc right you have superman yeah and superman's big dilemma is like you don't need to care for these people yeah and he and his thing is i have the power to to help them yeah exactly and i do care for them because yeah. of 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 what they've shown me as far as like loving me and caring for me yeah like in, in talking to about his parents yeah right and he goes it's my duty though yeah and i need to I need to stand up for that because it's, uh, I have the, I, I, I can, they can't. So I'm here. Right. Yeah. Um, Batman's is always, and this is the theme of Batman with the villains. A lot of the villains are like this, or maybe it's mainly a Joker thing, but it's, but we kind of saw that with this movie with the Riddler, the villains identify with Batman. Yeah. And Batman almost Batman's whole arc is he's trying to fight the similarity he has to the villains. Yeah. No, I'm different. <laughs> I'm not you. We're the same. Batman, yeah, exactly. Don't you know? Because even in even uh, the Heath Ledger Joker yep. movie, they have a discussion about that. Yeah. He goes, "Well, we're we're just doing the same thing, aren't we?" Yeah, exactly. Oh, you with your with your golden rule. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like that one thing, just the fact that the only thing that separates them, and that's why it's this golden rule, right? Is that he won't kill anybody. Yeah, exactly. That's his rule, because as he says in this movie, we'll we'll be them. If yeah. we kill somebody, if we kill him, we will 
what's the difference between them and us? Yeah, exactly. The cat woman goes, <laughs> oh, I have nine lives, baby. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! yeah. Yay! I, I lo- speaking of that one rule, I loved the line of they're walking into the old orphanage or something like that, and Gordon takes out his gun, and Batman's like, no guns. He's like, that's your thing, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was so good. He's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to keep it. I'm, I'm killing whoever comes at me. Like, <laughs> I'm a cop. Yeah, that's what so I do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kill somebody if they come at me. Yeah, um, so good. But that's the, that, that's the theme of that character almost, is that he's compelled to do this. He feels this whatever drive to do this. But at the same time, the theme of that character, of the character Batman, not necessarily Bruce Wayne, is yeah. you are behind a mask and doing this thing but you are the same as us. Yeah. Right? And yeah, exactly. I think in one of the comic books or the animated series, Joker has a huge a huge monologue about it. About, oh, I can't kill you. Or, or maybe he, even Heath Ledger says it. I think it. that's... It. Yeah, Heath Ledger says it. Yeah. fun. We're having so much fun. Yeah, exactly. You know? I don't want you to die. We can do this back and forth again and again forever. Yeah. You know? Um, that's that thing. And that's why there's always usually a scene in a Batman movie where it's the realization that he's fighting this, this, yeah. this crisis, this identity crisis he has of just, I do like this and I do do this and I do feel like this is my purpose and what I'm supposed to be doing. And for some reason he doesn't just go, but I'm not doing this for any evil intent. Yeah. And he just goes, yeah, I'm not you. He has this weird, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Maybe I just don't know enough about the character and the story to be able to say, um, that oh well X and Y is the reason why he struggles with that yeah and that's why he always has to fight this with them yeah interesting I think because he's he's gone through horrible trauma and like his fear of bats that he overcame and his parents dying in front of him and he's he's got a lot of shit upstairs that he's got to deal with so like he he uses it for good but like when people point that out to him. That like we're all we're all the same. He like hides from it and is like scared by it. I think I'm trying to think, and maybe I shouldn't, but I keep thinking now of the difference between what was it, Batman Begins, mm-hmm. the first Christopher Nolan, yeah, yeah, and then what was the second one, Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight or Dark Knight, yeah, and the difference between those Batmans because in the first one, um, with Ra's al Ghul primarily leading him and giving him the the power and ability, right, yeah. Bruce is dealing with the trauma by running away from it. Yeah. And then he finds purpose to return to Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the second one, I'm trying, I'm trying to blink the lines right now of what leads up to the point where Heath Ledger's character version of the Joker says, I don't want, I don't want to kill you. We're the same. And we can, we, I love playing these games with you Yeah, because we can play these games forever. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what is the parallel or the parallel. What is the connection in the in the story of that character where that becomes that theme, right? Because in the first one, that's not the theme. In the no, first one, he fights Ra's al Ghul purely out of you can't harm the innocent. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, I think it's it's it's. I don't think there is a line between those two. I think that's the theme of the second movie, of like we're both we like we both have fun with the city in our own way and like let's let's do it together and is that what it is fighting against that i don't know i don't i don't think so you're just picking up on something that i'm not (laughs) like i'm not not fully following you (laughs) 
Well, going back to my point of how there's always this thing about how I I want to I swear it was the animated. I swear it was the animated show where it was like a huge speech mm. um where Batman is like crying in front of the Joker and wants to kill him and Joker kind of gives this big grand speech of how but you will never kill me. Oh, that's in The Killing Joke. That's the yes. comic book, The Killing Joke, and they made an um, animated movie after it. Yes. Yeah, in The yes. Tunnel of Love. Yes. Yeah, in the, yes. in the carnival ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's iconic. And it's the, Yeah, it's the big monologue about how, but you're never going to kill me. Yeah. You know, and, and, and they have that, he has that connection with He, him. like, finally breaks down. Yeah, but he has this, but the Joker has this connection with him about it. Yeah. About, like, but who you are as Batman. And what you're doing and why you're doing it and all these things and how it's not as the story of Batman is supposed to be as simple as everything else. It's a good person trying to do good things against the bad and the evil in the world. Yeah. It's RDJ. It's RDJ. It's Tony Stark <laughs> trying to single handedly stop the evils of the world and protect yeah. the earth. It's Captain America trying to do the right thing yeah. for, for himself and his country. It's for Superman. Yeah, exactly. Who has all, the power and ability to do the same? It's thing. all the same thing. But Batman is the only one where it's for some reason it's a conflict. Yeah, and it's not so much a conflict of the actions; it's a conflict of of the character, and that's the thing I'm trying to understand. And I know there's somebody who knows and is a way bigger fan than either of us on Batman, and is screaming and white knuckling their steering wheel right now, yeah. yelling about it. Yeah. But do you know what I'm saying now about how there's this? It's not as simple as this. Well, Batman's good. Yeah. And because he has a lot of money, he can afford gadgets and train and and high level martial arts. He wants to do good against crime in a very crime heavy city. Yeah, exactly. But then but then there's this whole psychic and emotional depth to his relationship with the villains in his universe. Yeah. And I don't understand it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's part of his rule of he doesn't kill, he doesn't use guns. He's going to keep putting people back in the insane asylum and he, they keep getting out. And he's like, so conflicted about that. He's like, God, just let me do the right thing. And they're all just like toying with him. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think he just struggles to overcome these, like mostly like really smart, really difficult to deal with villains. Like they're not just thugs, right? Like, but they're not, they're not physically better than him. Right. The amount of times that he catches a bad guy and just beats the shit out of him while they're laughing is pretty high. Well, that's the thing. That's why the Batman villains are, in my opinion, so interesting is because they're, like, intelligently so much smarter than him. Not yeah, necessarily yeah, smarter they're, they're, than yeah. him. But they're, they're, it's, a, it's a mental they're a step ahead. competition versus a physical yeah. competition, which those, to me, get boring. But, yeah. And it's just, it, that's the thing that I'm, yeah, I, I just, I want to know. I want more. I want I the want, Batman too. Is that is that confirmed? It's like all but confirmed. Like this movie's slaying, uh, and it's really good, and everybody loves it. And they set up a sequel, so we better get one. I wonder. And, I wonder. And DC's like, please just make one of our movies work. <laughs> oh my god, we found one. We found one. We need one more, more, superhero more. that we can sell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and keep. I wish they did a good job with the Henry uh, Cavill Superman. Yeah, I, I, I liked The Man of Steel, but then all the other movies that he was in <laughs> kind of diluted how much I cared about him. He was actually, you know what, that's a good point. He was pretty good. I I, I really liked Man of Steel. It, it, was, it wasn't a complete hit for me, but 
I, I did really enjoy it, and I, I would have liked to see another Superman movie, but they just went straight into, nope, got to catch up to the Avengers. Got to start slamming these characters into each other. Yeah, that I think that's the problem. Got to start that making was, that was a studio with no plot. That was the studio mistake of just, we yeah. need to c- compete. We need to compete. Instead yeah, of just, exactly. we're going to build our own our own organization, our own prospects. We're going to just develop our own talent. Which now they are. Now they're like, whatever. We're just going to keep We're never going to catch up to We're going to make MCU. a Joker movie that has nothing to do with anything. We're going to make a, the Batman movie that's completely different. There is finally and, an uptick in the yeah. quality of these movies now, which I am very excited for. Yeah. For them to continue. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hooray, Batman. Thanks, Hooray, Batman. Thanks so, Matt Reeves. Yes. So, one out of ten. Nine. What about you? Is this a 1 out of 10 in relation to just this movie or compared to other Batman movies? Uh, both. I don't know. Other Batman movies have a ranking for me. How, or, or, or were you thinking about this ranking in relation to all movies? Uh, I would rank it a 9 on IMDb, which is why I rank all 800 plus movies that I've seen. <laughs> Batman Begins, 8. The Dark Knight, 9. The Dark Knight Rises, 8. Uh, this movie nine nine i'll give it a nine yeah i agree i think a nine is good cool. i was gonna go eight and a half nope not on imdb <laughs> what this isn't a 20 point scale <laughs> this is a 10 point scale <laughs> then it's a nine yeah then i give it a nine excellent job excellent excellent looking forward to the next one hopefully it gets announced and confirmed sooner rather than later agreed mm-hmm. bye-bye later Yeah, 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 yeah